Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the Coming In Hot Podcast. I'm Jesse and I'm here with Joe. And I'm just as surprised as you that we're recording the second show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we've been out for a while, we're going to record these shows. Um, so this one, we actually had these topics kind of already uh, brought up. And uh, so we're just going to get right into some of these things. We still have our same drink of the evening, which was a same as last week. white Chardonnay. I actually have this other thing um, that I actually got in Oxnard when I bought these fucking kayaks. It's... Pixie Mix Citrus Punch Hard Seltzer. That sounds like a gay bar pickup line. Well, hey, dude. bro, you want to get your Pixie Mix? Well, you know what? I, I, ain't, I ain't afraid of tasting good stuff. Holy good God, it's delicious. What does it taste like? Describe the flavor. Fucking like a, like a mango juice that has sprinkled Pixie Mix in it. <laughs> what the fuck is Pixie Mix? Tastes you know, like, like that Pixie Stick fucking sugar stuff? Ugh. It's kind of... That sounds crazy. Got that taste in it with some, uh, like a like a punch of uh, mango. Pretty good. Cool. So uh, we'll get right into this because I thought this was a fucking uh, excellent topic to get back to things, uh, being this happened uh, fairly recently. What do you think about that piece of shit New Mexico governor that thought that it was okay to go ahead and just say, suspend you know what, we're just going to suspend the Second Amendment well, for a little while. Well, just constitutional rights in general. Yeah. Oh, that's what we need to talk about, too. Oh, we'll get there. But what do you think about that? Like, it's just like everybody's like, even Democrats and Republicans were like, whoa, hold on a second. Like, well, you I can't mean, just, you just suspend when, the Constitution. Like, what say, the fuck? But I'm, she's just like, oh, it's a public health crisis. Yeah, I'm well, within my rights. Dude, that's do so. what's wild, dude. Like, that's what's wild is New Mexico, which used to be the wild lands. You know, like, and you have this incredibly liberal governor that's like, no, I, you know, it's a public health crisis. A, what's the public health crisis? Like, gun crime? Yeah. Like, Let's That's a very honest. big stretch. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's look at all the factors of gun. Okay, so guns are the commonality, but let's look at the people behind it too. Like, are they previously criminals? Are they male? Are they a specific ethnic persuasion? Are they gang members? Like, let's look at all the things, and then you have to suspend the rights pertaining to each one of those things, not just your constitutional right to own a firearm, but maybe your... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's all women that are doing it, and you have to suspend women's suffrage rights that were earned. What is it, the fucking 15th Amendment or whatever it is, right? Right. Like, like wouldn't you have to suspend that, right? Like, oh, it's mostly uh, African-Americans, so maybe we should take their uh, ability to be free away. Like, 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 it's a slippery slope of saying that I'm going to take your gun rights away, but now you're going to take my free speech away, which always comes after taking your gun rights. Right. Um, and it's just crazy like, that like that she thought it was a good idea, went forward with it. It's, Everybody's it's like, hold on, what the fuck? Fallacies. And it doesn't make any sense because, you know, they're like, oh, okay. Uh, I think the attorney general for the state comes she out and says. should immediately be arrested. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, the attorney general is like, hey, we're not going to defend this. Well, I mean, like her sheriff. There's they, nothing to so defend. So she doubled down on it because the sheriff is like, we're not enforcing this. This is a total infringement of the Constitution. And she's like, basically told him to grow a sack. Yeah. I'm like, wow, dude, wow. The f- but how long is it until Newsom does that? And he'll have the full support of the People's Republic of California. Well, Newsom has a bill on his desk right now. I don't remember the bill number, but basically it's going to tighten restrictions on the ability to obtain CCWs in the state. Well, and so it's like, this is all in the name of uh, you know public health because of gun Benitez, crime and all that kind of stuff, right? Shit. And it's just like, okay, so you're telling me that because we have this absor- uh, you know, this large amount of gun crime, that the thing to do is is to tighten up restrictions on CCW holders because 
CCW holders are the ones that are committing all of these crimes and killing all of these. Let folks. me give you the logical. We're going to restrict lawful gun, uh, you know, gun rights of law-abiding citizens in order to somehow impact illegal gun possession this is and. Like- like what? like making all the jujitsu schools closed because of the violence, uh, the the urban violence, you know, like because one person defended themselves. I, I I guess I would equate it to um, the crime rates are soaring and uh, business crimes. You know, people breaking into business and homes and and burglarizing them and things like that. Right. So what you do is you say anybody whose alarm goes off at their house is going to jail. You're no longer allowed to have alarms because your alarm keeps going off all the time. Well, it's like, yeah, motherfuckers, because criminals keep breaking in. Right. No, but you're going to go to jail if your alarm goes off because you're the problem. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, like, that's the kind of logic they're using. And it's like, I don't understand why they hate guns so much or why they hate rights so much. Right. That doesn't make sense. Like, I hate I hate gangbangers with guns. I hate people with illegal guns committing. I hate people committing crimes, but it's already illegal to commit a crime. That's why it's called a crime. Well, and, and how, how do you logically come to the conclusion that we need to restrict ccw um these are people that go through you know like ccw uh type rules in order to tighten those restrictions so that it makes it harder for somebody to get a ccw how do you how do you come to that conclusion to do that that to be the bad guys because not one ccw holder has committed a crime but but you point to safety like you you can't you can't get there i mean because the thing is is if we are implementing some sort of tighter restrictions for uh people to obtain a ccw is it easy to get a ccw how, in california well no but the thing is like how how do you where do you point to any sort of factual there's logic no or basis facts don't make but i'm the saying facts don't matter anymore but i'm Jesse. saying like if there was a if there was any sort of justification for like th- this is why we're doing facts it. don't matter anymore we it went through covid make, wearing masks that were proven to not be effective against covid well it, but we it, still it, had to wear them i mean but here's my point is that if there was any basis in fact or logic that the purpose of trying to propose a law or further a restriction that was going to infringe on the rights of CCW holders to make it more difficult for them to obtain a, uh, a license because they were hoping that it was going to impact the ability to, uh, that it was going to impact any sort of actual gun crime they would just do things that are already in place, right? You would just imprison people that violate gun if laws that are in like felons in possession of firearms. People that com- you know that a point a firearm at somebody. Wait, people how about that actually drug, shoot someone. Drug users that purchase firearms and lie on their applications. Right? Should they go to prison? Exactly. Yes, that, that, that should happen. You know, the thing is, is like I don't know how many times we've arrested somebody for like that's a setup. You know, felonious GTA. They get into a crash. You know, they killed a, a canine. You know, they did all of these things. They shot at officers, and they ultimately got killed. And they had done prison time over a year and a half ago, where they got out early for good behavior time served they should have still been in prison they should right. have actually done like eight nine ten years but loose. yeah they got cut loose after like a year and two months and they had the opportunity and ability to come back out on the streets and, do some and more illegal keep shit? doing illegal shit and it's like that person would have what? never killed a canine so that person would have never shot an paper, officer if you wrote more words on a piece of paper would it make them stop doing what they're doing no no absolutely but you have not. to yeah you have, you to, have enforce. to give people but that's the thing you have to give people the right to defend themselves because just like restraining orders don't work right restraining orders are a piece of paper and that's all a gun works because it's more than words right so to defend yourself firearms work 
to defend yourselves laws do not work. The only people who obey the law are people who want to obey the law. Or I mean, the perspective is, is that, you know, when you say a, a, a restraining order doesn't work, the restraining order says, hey, there's a law that says you can't do this, right? That's not the law specifically that protects you. It's the regulators right. that show up to enforce the law that right. word it, it, of it law makes it, it right? makes it it basically makes it a law for the moment so that you can enforce something to keep that person safe right but it's a temporary thing but what i'm saying is like only because it, like it doesn't matter if that guy sneaks in in the middle of the night and fucking slits that woman's throat the law did not protect her and the law is never going to protect you if somebody doesn't want to obey the law right like scoff laws and that and that's all it is is mm-hmm. criminals don't obey the law that's why they're fucking criminals but it's making criminals out of us law-abiding citizens like i don't want to lose my rights i don't want to lose everything i have i don't want to not have an ability to own a gun but when they make everything illegal then that's going to make me a criminal so i'll just be a criminal well here's the thing you know laws in and of itself is a social contract everybody's agreed that this is illegal and that that's what that the regulators are going to come and get you if you don't abide by these laws and that's what's going to happen and that's what you can expect to happen right so that's why you don't do it but consequences you know yeah absolutely and the thing is is there's plenty of consequences that are on the books there are plenty of things that we can do to impact actual gun crime by keeping offenders in prison for longer periods of time Mm -hmm. thereby reducing gun crime because you're not giving these people the opportunity to come out how many ccw holders have committed a crime but I'm saying, if you wanted less crime, just enforce what we got. Well, how many CCW holders have gone into school? Well, and you know what? Somebody? It wouldn't even zero. be a stat. One, There's one, zero. There wouldn't be a stat that That's would keep right. track of it. And two, realistically, those people are going through so many fucking hoops in order to get the CCW to well, show that California, they haven't done anything. In California, it's, it just it doesn't happen. It's difficult. It, takes it doesn't fucking three happen. Months. It takes two sets of I mean, classes. I mean, it takes. And when I say it doesn't happen, am I saying that it's never happened? Absolutely not. But what I'm saying is that I'm saying it doesn't happen but on the basis of that. If like in the past week, there have been three, four people that have probably been shot for like one reason or another, and I can guarantee fucking tea and bet my entire like month's salary that none of them people, none of those people were a CCW holder. Well, that's what I'm saying is, is, is you should have to prove at least like like to say that we're going to suspend everybody's rights or we're going to make it harder to get a CCW. There should have to be data and facts, and there's not. What what they're they're totally it's what do they call it now? Gaslighting. They're conflating the fact that criminals gangbangers and i'm not talking about somebody who committed a crime accidentally or a ccw holder that then commits a crime but i'm talking about criminals who are illegally in possession of a firearm because they're almost always felons or gang associates they're in in the middle of selling drugs burglarizing robbing raping doing committing a felony right yeah and then these people have an illegal gun because none of them have a legal gun or a ccw or anything like that so I bet you couldn't get one stat the CCW holders went out and committed a, a felony or a school shooting or anything like you'd that. Be, you'd be more likely to find that a CCW was a mouth-breathing retard that left their firearm inside of a glove compartment when they 100%. went into a fucking you know, a, a steakhouse the and their car got broken into and then it got used in a gun crime. Right. And for that, there are laws that say if you don't secure your firearm correctly and that kind of thing happens, mm-hmm. that you can be charged with a crime too. Right. And But you know what? That will get charged. 
That will get charged, and somebody will get their fucking pee pee slapped about, for doing that. About, but somebody who actually shit. uses the gun, somebody who actually uses the gun and does trouble. something, they end up fucking getting out with a deal, a sweetheart deal, like, oh, nobody died. Know. You know, and it's just, it's so fucking backwards because so backwards. all of these laws are meant not to protect the general public, but to protect the fucking criminal. There's such a bleeding heart case for all of these people that, oh, they just want to do better. They don't have all these opportunities. You can give them all the opportunities in the world, but like, you, like you were talking about an analogy of like, hey, you know, like, you know, you want people to go do jujitsu, make sure that there are people that want to do it mm-hmm. and don't try to get them to do it because right. when they, when they can't come, force somebody to do it. Right. It's the exact same thing, right? Like you can have a bad guy and prov- throw every opportunity in front of, him. hey, free college, free this, free that. But are they going to do it? No. No. I mean, think about this. You get people to join the military. They get a fucking GI bill that pays for their college and do all this stuff. I know a a plenty of guys that have that GI Bill money that they don't, don't fucking do use that GI it. Bill, right? Do they have it. it and they could fucking be using it to get a free education, but they don't use it. So if that person who's not a piece of shit, who has every opportunity to fucking better themselves, yep. get a better job, a career, or whatever, and they don't necessarily have anything going against them to stop them from doing it, and they can't even find the motivation, what makes you think that somebody growing up in a bad neighborhood that is like affiliated with all of these bad people in a gang right. is going to fucking just like all of a sudden change their stripes well, it's like, because that's just the right thing to do? It's like everybody it just doesn't fucking happen. Free money during COVID. How did that work out? I mean, fuck, dude. How, how, how much better is society because of, of everybody? Yeah, free money during COVID didn't do like, shit. Dude, I mean, cars, for me, I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I'm getting I'm getting my own taxes back, yeah. so I'm like whatever. I bought a fucking computer, you know. Right. I built well, a I mean, computer. Like, I'm just like whatever, man. You know, this a new Chevy truck now is seventy five grand. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It used know? to be like fucking forty five. Right, and it's like for a nice one, and it's like well, all this is because we gave free money out, and and everybody, dude, I I don't even know how people. Everybody I know has a, a eighty five thousand dollar car or truck sitting in there their driveway and it's, it's like, called debt well yeah but it's like you're <laughs> you're a single income family i can't afford that mm-hmm. we're a dual income family with no kids that we have to support and it's like how the fuck can you afford that it, but that's all from covid like everybody just had all this extra money and extra time and they just it was it's all a social construct dude see like for me that wasn't the case social i just pay a lot of money yeah. <laughs> i just yeah. pay a lot of money and work a lot that's yeah like, exactly yeah exactly because anyway, for me, because for me, like when you're when you're like uh, you're talking about like yeah, you know, I'm probably not gonna be, I'm not gonna live to see like ten years from now. I'm just thinking to myself like, on that same note, maybe my health isn't gonna be so bad that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die in ten years. But for me, I think to myself like, and and I mean this applies to anybody in any situation. Is just that uh, you can plan your life ten years from now what you want to do with yourself, but you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. I could lose my life tomorrow. Yeah. So. And you need to, you really people really do need to live every day like it's their last or like have the ability to kind of like not plan enjoy, so far out to and, enjoy and life to do now. things that to you want to do. Now. Don't do that. oh I, I want to go see that guy in concert maybe in a couple of years go or you know oh I you know I want to go to that state but you know maybe in like two or three years when I save up some money I'll and do it when I retire exactly no fucking do it. Find a way and just fucking do it. And I'll tell you what, like one of the coolest things I ever did was when I did that big fucking road trip. Yeah, fuck I just that. fucking did it. Yeah. I just put I put in my time. I fucking booked all these days. Fuck I just put on my fucking credit card and I did it. And you know what? I already pay, I paid it off. Like it it was fun. It was worth it. Yeah. It was everything I hoped it would be. And I really want to do it again. Um, and I will. You know. And it's just because I knew how easy it was. And once I just took the step and just fucking did it, yep. I realized that it wasn't as big of a fucking deal as I met it, you know had it out to be. And so just, like you just know, go and figure that's it out. why I got the truck. Figure it out then. I mean, big yeah. story, but that's why I got the truck because I'm thinking to myself like, okay. I know at some point I want this truck, so I'm going to keep the smaller did truck. Then, I, then I'm did also. Did you have that truck when you went on the vacation? 
No, I had the, the I had the new Tacoma. Okay. Yeah. So I had the Tacoma, but I was like, I love the Tacoma. It's great. But I plan on getting that truck at some point wondering if I'm close to paying this Tacoma off. Yeah, right. So why not just get what I want right yeah. now because I might not ever get it, right? right? right. So I just fucking you, sold now, it, and now I have it. If you could and, afford, you couldn't dude, afford it now. I couldn't. I, mean, it, <laughs> I probably couldn't. Dude, the, this the, fucking truck now, I could probably sell for a profit. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I probably could sell mine with 111,000 miles on it for a profit. Right. But like uh, when, when Leslie had the heart attack in 2019, it kind of, you know, after everything settled down and stuff, she just kind of looked at me and she's like, you know, <laughs> shut up. I'm not going to live to be old. Yeah, 48 years old and had a heart attack. Like, let's fucking enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's like kayaking, hiking. We were already kind of doing that stuff, but it also became like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's let's get fucking four dogs. Who cares? That's what <laughs> we enjoy. I don't give a fuck what anybody else does. You know, we used to have people over to our house and do parties and shit. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody appreciates it. You know, maybe you know one or two people do, but um, fuck that. I don't, I don't care about anybody else. It's about right. us. And and that's kind of how we live, dude, with like vacations, our RV, you know, just got the new trailer, uh, the little RTT trailer, you know, just because that's what we want to do and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, talk and about the trailer. Let's enjoy it. Yeah. You just so, got that thing. So, um, I mean, you guys see my truck with the rooftop tent and the awning and all that shit on Because you, you, we mentioned, I think, in one of the last shows that you, at one point, had like three rooftop tents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got one like, and yeah. it was like not quite as good and you got another one. I had my old one and I got yeah. a used one and then we're like, fuck that. And then when I had my severance, I, I had a little chunk of money so i'm like you know what what i really love is camping so we bought a bigger nicer uh tepui tent and i splurged on the awning um but uh you know we, we camped in it a couple times camping season just begun and because uh, it's too hot to camp during the summer and our yeah. winters are fine now like it's opposite of our people that listen to wisconsin or something are like fuck camping season's over now <laughs> but um uh yeah so on the truck what we realized is like we can go out for an overnight camp which is pretty cool but like what if we want to go do something while we're camping want to go to the store or we want to go check out a trail or we want to do something like you're tied to your truck and we knew this you know when you have a rooftop tent you gotta fold it all up put it away we set up a pretty like ornate camp you know what i mean oh yeah your camp's Rugs busy shit like that yeah it's, it's a lot of <laughs> there's shit a lot to take down when you're done oh, yeah, there's a lot yeah but mm-hmm. with our new tent it's harder it's just bigger and like more cumbersome and shit like that it's, it's 100 pounds heavier it's cooler though oh it's pretty oh you know, it's really nice yeah yeah but um, uh, so I was just kind of looking at trailers. I'm like, oh, man. As I'm much gonna... money as you spent on the tent, I almost expected to be one of them hardtop pops. Well, we looked at the hardtops, like the uh, but they're smaller, the right? roof nest or whatever. Yeah, they're smaller. They go straight up. So this one, this one folds out. I mean, it's a solid king size with mm. some room at the bottom by your feet, which is good for the dogs. And we have the annex for the big dogs. But um, we really did look at the roof nest, and, and we were going to get they're one. They're just limited in room, I think, compared to yours. They're, and, and they're right. not very tall. Like I would have a hard time because they kind of like like a wedge, right? Well, Almost some like an wedge angle. and and some that have a wedge. Some I will, do pop straight up. Pump some pop straight up, but then you have no. Okay, so let's go to the ones that are the wedge. The ones with the wedge, I won't fit in. And then right. you're also sleeping with like a wedge over your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that would be claustrophobic to me because I lay down on one. I'm like, nope, absolutely not. But what you lose is um, like we have the uh, the rain flies that that come out over each window. Yeah. So you have like a shade. Um, you lose that and then you, you lose the ability. Ours has like a big annex that you climb down into when you climb out of the ladder. So you, you're indoors. So if you're, we're planning on doing some snow camping. Um, so, you know, depending on the weather, that's really nice. But, I mean, a lot of people like those roof nests. And they're really nice. They're light, you know, or they're super easy to set up, mm-hmm. super easy to put down. But it just didn't work for us. So we got the folding, you know, the tapui, uh, like extra large. 
but anyway, you get you get trapped on it. Like we did a um, when we had the Subaru Leslie Subaru, and we got the rooftop tent. We did eight days across or uh, seven days across eight states, and we camped in it every night. And you're like, put it, and we're doing like twelve hour road trips every day, you know. So it was put it up, put it down. I could I could put that motherfucker up in about fifty two seconds. <laughs> like we timed. I remember me, you would pop I it up quick. Kick ass. This yeah. one's not as easy. Like the cover's harder to get on. So, so um, I was looking at like, okay, I'm gonna get a little trailer. And I'm going to build it. But I'm like, I don't weld. <laughs> I don't fabricate. And, and we don't know a welder. No. Not that it will actually <laughs> work. And then, you know, I was like, I want it raised up so I can take it off road and all this. So I found one in Santa Cruz on Marketplace. And um, it's really nice. It's beautiful welds, square tubing. It's four by six. Um, it has, like, uh, tires that's smaller than what's on my truck, but it's completely level with my truck. Um, it's a custom-made trailer, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have leaf springs on it. It has uh, – fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it, it doesn't have any springs on it. It's just mm-hmm. – so there's nothing hanging down. Like airbags? No. Ah, fuck, I forget. There's just like, it's just like a straight axle. Basically, a hub is welded to a – Okay. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but anyway, there's nothing hanging down or anything like that, uh, and it's all really nice. Like the, It's uh, aluminum um, siding on the end of it. It's two feet deep. And it's got a beautiful swing out, strong hinge. Like, it's really, really well made. And then I put two scissor jacks on the back, and I'm putting two scissor jacks on the front to level it. But that way we can put our tent and possibly our awning. And, and then it's, it's raised up, so it's higher than it was on my Tacoma. Um, so it, 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 like, makes the annex better. So I can actually stand under the bottom of the tent when it folds now, mm-hmm. which is nice. I can go down and change clothes and stuff. Yeah. So we got a little trailer, so it can be completely independent. And then I'm looking. It is nice to have that space there to kind of like you know, like you said, change and do all these kind of things, like yeah, little busy work things when you're outside of your tent. Yeah. Because you're not going to do that shit in your tent. You're like shimmying, you're like, like yeah. while you're laying and doing all this weird awkward two, shit with two people. It's yeah. Even harder, it's a pain you know? in the ass. So we'll be independent on our trailer, and then um, I'm kind of looking like I want to do the the pull out drawer system in it, dude. But we were talking about I want to do the kitchen, so. I, th- I think I've got it figured out because, like, the camp stove, I don't want to put a camp stove in it. I want to get, I'll, I'll put my Blackstone where I can put it in there and remove it. Or maybe just get another Blackstone. I, I mean, just put the fucking Blackstone like a cabinet and just have, like, a slider that comes out and drop it on top. And then Nothing ne- crazy. And then next to that, so on the, on the I just got my hinges today. On the gate, the gate folds out at wow. nine. Shut up. 90 degrees to the side. Uh, I got the hinges for that that'll hold like 150 pounds. We're gonna get like a really nice like butcher block or a really cool piece of wood. Yeah, you know, and and, and we're gonna have that be a fold up table on oh, the, on the on the, that. And then what I want to do is a pull out. And I've been looking at hot water systems, like tankless water heaters that mm-hmm. are propane powered. They're not horribly expensive, and they come with a sink. This one that I really like, it comes with a dual sink, so you pump the hot water into it. And like when I'm barbecuing, dude, the hardest thing for me when I'm cooking steak and stuff is my hands get dirty. Oh yeah, you're and camping, you, don't you know, wash cross contam yeah. and all that, you know. So talking about doing that, I want to put a battery in it, you know, that I can keep charged. Maybe a solar panel eventually, like a hundred watt solar panel. Oh yeah, just right on the top of it, right? Yeah, but then when we're not camping, well, that would be hard to do because the tent folds open. So I have to figure that out. Well, maybe I mean, just one that you set on the ground is you could probably install two panels on like a platform right. that folds down and then like when you set it up then you can like kind of like angle it click it yeah. into place you know i was so thinking about that or maybe just a, a movable one like that you put on the ground so you can always find the sun mm-hmm. you know regardless because i'll have an awning and stuff on it so if we put the awning on the tent we'll have almost 360 degrees of coverage right and then we can put our dog gate around that the dogs can run around in that right um but i want to do that and then i'm thinking about maybe one of those dometic fridges 
that's like an ice chest refrigerator that runs off the battery. You know, it's constantly pulling power, but you keep your meat in there for like, think about if we were on a trip and you're like two, three days and you want to store all your barbecue stuff in there. Cause an ice chest at three days is getting pretty fucking sketchy and wet oh, and all yeah. that, you know, mm-hmm. but like if we put our drinks in a regular ice chest and do that. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about that. So we'd have a I mean, shower, if you had a battery, water. you could almost do one of those, um, like, uh, like little freezers, yeah. the little portable ones. That's what that I'm talking just, about. Like keep everything cool. Yeah. 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 All so it's, you know, you see them in people's cars, you see them in a lot of the overlanding vehicles. So I'm really thinking about building that up over time. We'll see. It's just something else to spend money on, but it's sitting on the backyard right now. It's pretty fucking rad. It's dude. badass. It's, cool it's not bad. I painted it. It was cause it, the aluminum hadn't been painted. So I went and sprayed it top bottom, you know, like drilled some holes in it for drainage. Cause it actually my, did a pretty good job on the paint. Cause uh, I didn't realize that you bought it down. in the condition you bought it in. I was like, Oh God, what's well, it just that? hadn't been painted. You yeah. know, the aluminum <laughs> it was beat up. So. It, was it, it wasn't beat up at all. It just, it, it the aluminum hadn't it been painted and well, and he had gone through and started to paint like all of the metal. Uh-huh. But I'm telling you, if you looked at it, the welds on it are professional welds. It was really good. It doesn't look like a, my other trailer. That's a home built like garbage trailer. Yeah. It looks like it's like fucking crooked and shit. Like it <laughs> tracks down the road at a 12 degree angle. You yeah. know, like it's fucking crazy. So yeah, pretty excited about that. It's already it's fifteen hundred bucks. That, that's and dude, that's to cheap. get a to get to a get a trailer, put together one. They're like I mean, fifteen if I grand. I bought a Harbor Freight trailer. Yeah, right. It'd still I'd be like six, seven, seven, eight hundred dollars yeah, on it. And then I still have to do all that. Flip the springs, make it. It's got Jeep wheels on it with uh, uh, BF Goodrich mud terrain. Did he tires. put that together himself? No, he bought it from a lady that had it custom built. Oh, so he said he paid two grand for it. I paid fifteen hundred. She paid a lot more than that to have it built. So I'm like. Fucking, it's everything I want. All I got to do is add. I'm going to put my Rotapax on it. I'm going to put all my... It's, it came with a high-lift jack, too, mm-hmm. which I need a high-lift jack. But you're probably not going to use it either, so you can sell it to me for like a 1000 Yeah, right? <laughs> just, the high-lift jack awesome, going down though, 500 dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to get a spare for it, and so I need like a takeoff Jeep wheel for it. But It's uh, it's pretty fucking cool, that, man. That looks I can't wait cool. to take it camping, man. Yeah, shit. Well, fuck. I mean, and we'll be able to use it for... Uh, uh, upcoming airsoft games because you know you're still thoroughly into airsoft. You know what's funny when is, is the uh, next when is Lion Claws? Well, uh, Lion Claws is, is it October? In October? It's next month. What time? To- um, what, what part of October? I think I've the end of October. I think it's dude, the weekend. Did you say third, the 21st? Third weekend, third oh, weekend maybe? Fuck. I'm not sure. It's the 21st. I, I'll have to look. I just dis. Okay, so I signed up for an event in January and I work for a neurologist in the ADAKC fucking walk for neuro and shit like january shot show january oh shot show january yeah i'm good for shot show january no i'm, I'm saying about, no i it, signed up no, no, no. i show? signed up in january okay. for okay. this october 21st we're having a hoedown at my jujitsu professor oh ranch. no you mentioned it you so mentioned it, yeah. i have to and i will go to that i had to turn down a, i had to tell him i'm not going to a work event which i'm sure they're gonna be like where's joe huh. but uh i signed up for this before i worked here so october 6th and 8th oh <sighs> So that might doable. be doable for lion claws. That might be doable, dude. Yeah. So I, I, and it gives I, me a lot I was, more room to, to haul shit. I was thinking about doing it just because the only event I've gone to this year so far Blue is Blue Cloud. Blue Cloud. Um, me and Armando. You and uh, I haven't even talked about it. Yeah, dude. Me and Armando went down to Blue Cloud. It was super last minute. What ended up happening was, was because to go, of just the totally ditched you. Well, because of the rider strike, um, Blue Cloud basically hasn't been doesn't have any work, right? Which is so, where they film. Uh, what is it? Seal Team. 
With David Boreanaz. There's a couple of Well, that's that that's there. the big series that's constantly every episode is filmed there. Okay. And uh, and and everybody that's in the movie industry knows Blue Cloud. Like mm-hmm. it's way more famous than even where we were playing our other games. The other two movie ranches we played like Blue Cloud is the yeah. creme de la creme of movie ranches. It's it legit. And that fucking place has some cool cool shit. I never got the opportunity to play Blue Cloud the last time a game took we place missed, there, it was, it was which like was like before our time almost. 2000 fucking what like 12 13 t- yeah like yeah i was right when we first started i think my they son did, was like five <laughs> i think they did one last event it's like, been like 12 years i started hanging out yeah and we we just we missed that we were on the cusp of that and that was the last one yeah and and so i didn't i didn't realize that that was going to be the last time that they ever fucking ran a game there so uh i of mean course, thanks right. to the thanks to the writer strike uh they haven't had work for a long time I think uh, John reached dude. John reached out to him was just kind of like, "Hey, would we be able to run a game there?" John's and they smart, were actually dude. like, "Hey, actually, Please. yeah, you could, yeah. but we don't know when the writer strike is going to be over. So can you do one in like three weeks?" He fucking puts out a thing on the fucking page. It's like, "Hey, we have a game going in three weeks. I know it's last minute, but this is a fucking really cool opportunity. If oh, you've man. never fucking played here, it's been over a decade. Sign up, you know." Right. And I'm like, "Uh, put my fucking day of time I off." To go, dude paid for it i told armando i'm like yo i'm going so fucking you come in and he fucking put in for time and we both rolled down there um it was absolutely fucking awesome dude. was it epic it was, was really it really cool. we didn't even talk about this while we were kayaking dude that's Bro, crazy it was it was amazing like honestly oh and joe said because who the joe john said that because uh, they had um, like a, a main guy staffer from Blue Cloud there oh, who was okay. watching the games and stuff oh, like okay. that. So he's like a at the end of the day, he was like, you know what? Um, and he told like he told everybody that's in front of John. He was like, uh, based on what I saw here, the way you guys conducted yourselves, like how you guys kind of like took care of the field and all nice. this kind of stuff like that. He goes, um, I think there's a real chance that we're going to allow you guys to come back and play here within the, the next couple on. of months. Oh. Man. Yeah, he's also. Like we're gonna reach out to him. I'm like, fucking yes. That's that's one thing I will say that I've experienced, and and, and I think John fosters this more than uh, most other promoters. I think AMS, Bo, and those guys um, do it as well. But a culture of responsibility and not being a dick and not going out and fucking tagging shit, and kicking walls and tearing shit up. Like, take care of this shit. Mm-hmm. Be cool. Like, you know, treat it like it's your mom's car kind of deal i like that i mean that's good john's a respectful guy i mean well, you know and john like, like, like you know a, as long as we've been going to victorville he would always discourage people breaking doors breaking walls breaking yeah, all these things because he's just like hey look you're not gonna be able to do the this. more this place deteriorates yeah. the less likely yeah. we are going to be able to come Dude, back because every if time this we play place george i can't believe it's destroyed every year i can't believe we get to play there the next year every right. time we play there yeah and, and i mean we do take pretty good care of it it's pretty dilapidated but then all the shit that happens in between or mm-hmm. the weekend before or whatever, you know, that's when it gets fucked up. So, yeah. And so, um, I really like John Lou, I, I miss some of the people in Airsoft more, oh, than, man. more than the game. It, it was funny. Um, there were just so many people that I ran into there. Yeah. They're like, Hey buddy, I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, what's going on? And you want to come over here and, like, and talk? And I'm like, no, they're like, Hey buddy, remember me? We camped next to you at the last lion claws. Right. You know, I was yeah. like, I'm the, I'm the, I work for SpaceX. You remember me? Oh, Steve. And I'm like, gun guy, Steve. Yeah. I was like, dude, of course dude, I remember you. I'm yeah. like, you switched teams with us. Yeah, dude. You know, he, like I, I've got my Tesla hat I, or my SpaceX hat. Dude, I took here. pictures with them. I'm like, of course he had I the remember toy trailer. you. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't forget yeah, he you. He moved over to the coast. And then, um, oh, no, he moved. Out. I thought he was moving out to Oklahoma or some shit. I don't know. I, I ran into Crabtree. Oh, shit. Mike. My, and, oh my! Oh. And uh, I, I ran it, dude. Years. I was like, I'm, "He's looking good." Like, yeah. you remember he's he had a little rough thing with his heart, like yeah. a massive heart. Um, but like he's doing good. 
Um, so I ran into Crabtree. He's going to actually be going to Lion Claws. Okay. And, uh, and then um, all the guys, Green. O'Malley and all the guys, yeah, uh, yeah, Bruce and everybody, they're all going. Dude, I love those guys. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of guys going. And uh, Fuck, I better get on this. So up, huh? I'm just like, oh, man. I'm like, mm, I, and, and the thing is, too, is I'm also planning on, you know, um, probably some probably the end of this year uh or maybe the beginning of next year um i'm gonna go to oklahoma and hang out with tommy uh, Tommy, yeah yeah because i was actually telling him i'm like bro when we go down to tulsa i'm like we're road tripping to arkansas and i'm like because we're gonna go to the diamond national park and we're gonna find some some diamonds diamonds. i was like we're doing it bro bro. (laughs) (laughs) but i'm just like yeah bro let's do it so um i'm hyped for that so i got all hyped up for blue cloud dude because it was so much fun it was it was a it was a ton of fun a good gameplay i mean it's just like a a one day one day line class game is so much fucking fun you know it 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 had it was very force on force, but there were some objectives but that's and fun. And yeah, it was it's good. Quick, it's it was good. good. It's we fun. had some we had some like uh, kind of damn mission stuff where we well, some guys got selected and we had to like defend a compound. And, and this like was Iraqi a legit cool compound to defend, shit. dude. I was the last last guy on my team with like Alamo. Fifteen seconds left, oh. but I had the whole team coming at me. This this is like when somebody has you in an Americana and you're Dude. like, you look up at the clock and you got 15 seconds. I you're like, ran. You better break my fucking arm because I'm not tapping. I ran out of ammo <laughs> and my batteries were dead. But I, oh, but I, you just pretend to shoot at people. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I was pointing at them and they were ducking ah! and I was holding them back with just a uh, almost dead battery. A bluff, just a full on bluff. So, the, yeah. So then some you just guy. Kill your lipo to dude, survive. Some, some guy comes at me and I had maybe like four shots left. And he actually, I kill him. I'm like, shoot him. He dies and he rushes back because he knows he's he only knows got like a minute and a half right? and I'm dead. He comes back and fucking kills me with like two other guys. Nice. But like, it was such good gameplay. Like, everybody was shaking hands after. We're like, oh, dude, you were fucking bomb. Like, you were. I couldn't believe you held on like that long. I couldn't Isn't believe you got best? me. Yeah, like, wouldn't you say the best experience we've ever had in Airsoft was the Order sixty six oh, at, at the movie ranch? That like, was great. Like, like that to me really cemented. And the that was people, just the one day. The the people that we play with though, yeah. like the fucking high fives and the giggling. <laughs> that was with Crabtree giggling too. and like, oh my yeah, that was Crabtree. Yeah, we, <laughs> dude. But that was the nothing funnest, personal. <laughs> that that was the funnest fucking thing that's ever happened in airsoft and like since then it was awesome mm-hmm. like it made the the com the camaraderie is more important than the sport yeah I absolutely think, you know i mean it's kind of that way the people the people ways, for sure know? i know armando is really interested in going to an event at uh, hill 559 they're going to be putting on a frostbite game probably going to be december <laughs> See, and it's I've probably the, gonna be fucking cold. I've got, I've got the diesel heater this year, bro. Yeah, look that bad boy. I'm just did, 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 did. so I'm, I'm excited. But oh, so I'm, I was excited for Blue Cloud, and then like the week weekend after, I realized okay. So I, I brought my gun. I'm like, dude, how long has it been since I played? I had not played since Reindeer Games when I, I met with Tommy, and we fucking played it. For I forgot hood. how to charge batteries, dude. So I charged all my stuff up, and I'm like, where's all my shit? I couldn't find half of my stuff. So I find everything, and I realize, okay, so I'm bringing the Evo. Um, I'm bringing my Evo and AMS. I'm, dude, that's crazy. Or was it? It was a Lion Claws. I think it was AMS. Yeah, AMS. Lot, so last bad. September. Yeah, it's been over a year since I played Airsoft. So, I brought, I brought my MP5. I brought my Evo, and then I'm like, I'll bring my Amoeba just in case, right? Well, all I I do need to buy new pouches for my chest rig because they're all stretched out, mm. and so my my MP5 mags and Evo mags just don't fit right. Oh, so um, I need new I need new holders. And um, so I realized I need to replace some of that shit before I do the next game. Um, but in the meantime, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, even if these were stretched out, if I actually had 
um, a, a pretty reliable M4. I could have swapped to my M4 magazines. I would have been fine. Right. Now, I have the Amoeba, but the Amoeba, dude, it's I Picky. didn't realize how old it was. It, dude, it still it's works, fucking old. but like it's only shooting like one jewel right. right now. So I, I I'm pretty sure it it's needs dead. like a gearbox swap. It's dead. Um, no, it still works. It's just it's, I mean, it's shooting like a gearbox a swap. It's yeah. dead, dude. So it, it, it still functions. It's still shooting in auto and single. Uh, it's just losing compression and stuff. And um, like more than likely, I just, I, I just, as opposed to like just completely rebuilding it, it would probably just be easier just to swap it out. Because I think it has a proprietary could, gearbox magazine. Because you buy uh, an Amoeba gearbox. I mean, you used well, to be able to anyway. I don't know. I think it's proprietary. Like, We're so gonna you got to replace done. the whole thing. And I think, I think, uh, well, yeah, I am probably going <laughs> to do that. Um, so, and I, like, he's really good at uh, like dual Evos. sector gears. Um, he's good at everything. So dude. I was thinking of maybe having him do something like that if he can. If not, just doing a flat swap. Um, but so I'm like, you know what? In the meantime, I, I, I do want an M4. I haven't bought an airsoft gun in quite some time. I'll buy a Crytek. I'm gonna treat myself. Huh? Right. Well, I was. Oh. But I had a, I, I was very specific in what I wanted, and I was gonna get a Crytek because I wasn't gonna get a fucking KWA. So no, no, I'm no. Like, I would only get a Crytek for yeah. An I was gonna get a Crytek, and so I'm there looking at all the Crytek's, but I wanted something. I wanted something that was short, like my Amoeba, but still had like almost a full length barrel. You want that like sixteen a, inch barrel? Kind of like not a, the I want a long barrel. barrel. I want a PDW stock. Right. I wanted something Sometimes side folding good for buildings, and I wanted something. You that, wanted a side folding M4? Yeah. Wow, so that's check very this out. Specific. I ended up getting a Knight's Armament M4 with a PDW side folding stock that has a. Um, that has the uh, key mod railing, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's uh, forward wired because of the fact that it's got that special Holy stock, stock. Yeah. and it has a peck box so okay. that I can run my batteries. So you got the little batteries. In so there. I bought some extra batteries, but this thing is fucking legit, and it is heavy as fuck, dude. It's a good build. Nice armament. Is, it's I mean, a pretty solid until it's not, and then you you won't fix it. It's well, kind of like my a, thing is I'll fix it, but I'm just like the body on it is badass, yeah. and it's it's a TM. It's TM Compatible. specific, so right. I can actually fix this one. The thing with the Amoeba was is that I'm pretty no. sure there was something a special about that gearbox shit. and a yeah. lot of proprietary shit because yeah. like it has the ability to like plug in a, to that programmable box. Throw it away when it's done. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's it's right. very specific with the Amoeba, whereas yeah, I right. wanted a straight up just basic TM compatible M4. Yeah. I wanted a good body so that it, when it does break, Don't we all? it's going to be badass. Right. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So I, I, I have my Evos. That's that's what I would take. I'm gonna take my my three Evos and <laughs> yeah, you have the long Evo, the short Evo, and the short Evo. <laughs> yeah, the black Evo, the tan Evo. Um, so in the in the interim, while we while we've been off, because it was July or yeah. August, you uh, you did a jujitsu class with me. I did. What'd you think? It you know, honestly, it was a lot of fun. Um, I know that the initial intent of me wanting to go out there and do it was just that I think I'd randomly told you one day that i was like yeah you know i thought about like doing some sort of martial art i wasn't sure exactly specifically what i want to do i know my thought was is I, and like beat brazilian jiu-jitsu didn't come to the forefront of my mind when i was thinking about martial arts i actually wanted to do something that was like kung fu or tai chi like striking honestly i wanted to do striking and tai chi um, is not a striking art dude it's like old people yoga yeah i mean tai chi you know, like old people in the park? Well, I mean, not like straight up Tai Chi, but like a variant of it. Like there's some where it's like, uh, you know, there's like Tai Jeet Kune Do, like with Bruce Lee, where like he's... Tai Jeet Kune Do is not a thing. Jeet Kune Do is. What, what? 
dude. I mean, if you want to talk about yeah, martial yeah. arts, I know martial yeah, arts. Yeah, so like it's, it, but it's like a, it's a mixture. It's not like a. Chico pure, was the original mixed martial arts, right? Okay. So, um, it's a, that's what I wanted to do was like some sort of striking. Um, and I know taekwondo is a thing, but I, I didn't Muay really want to do taekwondo. Do Muay Thai. Um. So, but yeah. So I was For thinking boxing. about I was thinking about something like that. Uh, you know, and so, uh, you were like, hey, you should come to you could come, yeah should come to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and I'm like, you know. I never really thought about that. Um, that'd probably be fun. I'm like, because I'm thinking to myself, like, I can incorporate it into working out and eating better and doing all this stuff, it'll take and it'll help me cut weight and through. all this stuff like that. And um, but the thing is, it's easier for me to fit my workouts into my schedule. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, it's a lot harder to, to like go to the gym, go to the gym or like you can go, go to, the gym to a class you want versus going and rolling at a certain class. Right. Yeah. So and I that's that. that was I, the thing. I, get, I do get that. So for me, I was like, yeah, you know, I'll fucking do it. And then it turned into like, when can I? <laughs> like, right. when can I actually month fucking? After month I'm like, I'm gonna come, schedule. I'm gonna come. And then yeah. it's like, oh, I gotta go to this thing. And I you went to the go to tournament thing. with me, and everybody, yeah. everybody who's been fucking Dude, bugging me for months. When's is, Jesse coming? When, like, like you made an impression. When's well, Jesse coming? When's Jesse coming? When's Jesse? The guys coming? are fucking cool as fuck. Oh, I'm Dude, like, jo- Joseph, that's why you went to lunch yesterday. He's like, you better invite Jesse. I yeah. thought he was coming. Yeah. No, he just wanted you to go lunch with me and Isaac. <laughs> yeah, you know, and <laughs> the thing was, that. is like they're they're all fucking cool as fuck. So I was like, dude, yeah. this would be an awesome thing to get into, just because, the, like, again, like you know, you're like, well, you know, airsoft isn't so cool these days, but I like the people, you know. So you play it because of the people and the airsoft it's is a also time pretty commitment cool, for right? airsoft, you know. Yeah, that, that's you know, but thing. the thing is, is like we don't do it quite as much, so the time commitment's not quite as great as it used to be. Right, but it's um, still a weekend. Like it's still days off for me. It's, it's not what it used to be. We used to no. fucking play airsoft no, like every, every weekend. weekend. I know, and out of town. <laughs> So uh-huh. the thing is, is like, you know, what I was saying is just like, oh, you know, this would be, this would be something cool to do, you know, fuck it. You know, well, I might as well try. You don't know. Like for me, I always knew I was going to do it. Yeah. Right. So I go but not in. Everybody feels like that. And I'm thinking like, I'm going to go in. It's going to be a good workout. It'll be fun to kind of roll with people. And like, we'd kind of fucked around in your garage. Right. And I go out and it was, it was a workout. It was. And it, I tried it, to you pair know. you with, with people that I'm like, like I paired you with good, like you and Jeff with the purple belt, mm-hmm. Jeff Hunter. And like, you know, some people that I, I could trust. And then you got randomly thrown in there with a, a psychospaz white belt. Yeah, so you know, I, I, when I was uh, rolling with some of the more experienced guys, like it was definitely like felt like I was learning something. You know, they were moving a little bit slower and more intentional and in, like movements and like learning the actual moves that are being taught. And do then, this. hey, try this. The third do person this. that I got right got put with was a, a newer white belt, younger kid. Um, you know, I mean, when I say kid, like he's as tall as I am. Oh no, he's he's, he's probably like 150 looking, pounds lighter than me. He was a little but guy. He's five ten, one sixty five. He's tall, he, but he's like athletic as you know. So, and the thing is, is like we're okay. I'm gonna roll with this guy, and uh, you know, he goes to like try to like take me to the ground, and I'm just kind of standing there, like okay, he's, he's never trying going really, to take you down. he's trying really hard, and I'm just like, let's just get through whatever it is he's trying to work through, right? And I'm like, well, then we'll reset, and, and that's then we'll what you go do, again, right? You, you switch, you give your partner the opportunity yeah. to work their so craft. I'm going at like 40 or 50 percent. I let him take me down, and he's like, he's rolling around going all fast, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm kind of, I'm resisting, but not a lot. And then he gets me in a in a choke from behind, and like he cranks it so hard, and he went straight across your esophagus. He did. It wasn't a blood choke. It, it, it was, was a wind choke. It was yeah, across my yeah, it was across my windpipe, and he 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 tur- he torques it so hard that he pops his own wrist. You hear it go, and it pops like like my trachea. esophagus, my trachea, yeah. dude, and like it it I that shit popped at the same time his wrist did. And when that happened, like, I was already kind of out of breath because, like, we were really moving, keeping our cardio level high. Um, but I was like, I couldn't catch my breath, dude. And I'm like, oh. And I was trying 
really hard to catch my breath, which I think was also simultaneously working against me because Swelling I'm it. trying. Right, because you're well, no, sucking in real hard. I'm trying to suck in even harder, and I'm starting to kind of panic. I'm like, I can't fucking, so I'm like, I need to excuse myself before I fucking pass out like a pussy in front of everybody <laughs> because I'm trying to breathe, and I can't. And so um, I go in the back. I, I go in the bathroom to excuse myself, and I'm kind of like, calm down you know i'm like maybe i'm just having a fucking like a, a asthma attack or something i know i don't i've never had an asthma attack i'm like i have it is a is a um like you know just in case but right. i've never had to actually use it for that it's always been preventative so i i take a couple puffs but it's not doing shit and i'm like dude i actually was kind of sitting there like i well, might I have, have to get to, tricked no i'm like i might actually have to maybe call an ambulance and uh and i'm like because i i think i might go out and so I just kind of sat there, and I'm like, well, if I go out, I'll just go out, and I'll have somebody call for me so I don't look like a bitch. So, I'll fucking die here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And then um, I ended up did – I finally did kind of catch my breath because my heart rate went a little lower and stuff. And I was just like, you know – It was a combination of it, things. It, it and, was, and yeah. You, you probably it was only like the last, a little bit. It was only like the last 10 minutes. No, my, my, throat, uh, my throat was sore for maybe every four you, weeks. Every time you swallow? For about so, four weeks, I couldn't swallow without having a fucking well, sore I pain. I haven't been very nice about it oh, yeah. to you. I mean, but it's all right. But if you recall a story from AMS Copperhead, mm -hmm. when a very similar thing happened to me in the dirt at midnight. And Ooh, you, it was just hilarious because you were all sleepy and, and shit, you and you hit and, your head on a bumper. And you haven't stopped talking about it for fucking six years. I never bring it up. Bullshit. Ever. Bullshit. When it gets brought up that you wrestled somebody at AMS, then I tell the funny story. <laughs> But, I mean, honestly, I think the person that always brings it up is you, but I finish the story because I tell it funnier. <laughs> um, what did you think about the conditioning, though? The conditioning, no, the conditioning was it. great. I think what it, like, after it was all said and done, I'm like, dude, I do like the people. I do like the exercises. I think ground game is very important. I know for totally myself. useful for you. Well, here's the thing. For myself, being in law enforcement for over 18 years, being in a numerous, large amount of fights, I have had people you know both attack me and be kind of like defensive trying to get away um it has gone to the ground and i've always been able to handle myself on the ground i've never had anybody fucking mount me or or kick my ass for that well, matter you've ever come across a trained person and that's well, that's you the, know and that's the, the normal mm, fight i you know i've 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 actually had some guys that had a little Boxing. like one or two that had some experience and th those were rough but yeah, yeah i didn't get my ass kicked you know and the thing is is like in most cases the fight's usually over for me because I'm not fair. No. And um, you so. You find yourself in a fair fight. You have bad tactics. Exactly. <laughs> so usually, usually the fight's over before we get to the ground. For sure. If we're on the ground, I'm usually just going to control you until my boys get there. Right. And right. that's usually how it's worked. Um, but you see but like fights, for me, you see fights on the internet. Oh, you absolutely. see how bad cops fight for the oh, most part. Yes. They're not good fighters. No, they're Across, not. I mean. I'll say California has the best training for all law enforcement in the world. Mm. California has the best training. I, uh, seriously. Um, but outside of California, man, you start looking at oh, some of these small bad. departments There's and some shit. bad things, you get, yeah. You get to Arkansas, Oklahoma, you know, some of these places. They're searching like, with a person standing behind them while they're in a fucking car. Or like, they, got, they, they got a dude, like, with his hands on the fucking trunk, like yeah. 1970s Starskin Hutch style, still mm. doing that shit. Like, defensive tactics are important. And just, just to, you know, when you have control of somebody, you know when somebody has control of you. I think and you're the, like, I'm going to think twice. I think the biggest thing for me is just like, you know, after it was all said and done, I'm like, dude, I do need to go back. And I'm like, but the, the only thing for me is like, I'm like, I do need to go back. But for me, it was two things. You, One. You got to be careful is, not to get hurt. Well, there, yeah, two things. One thing is that 
even though you know I get a little discount, like being law enforcement, it's still it's for nominal. me. Yeah, still but it, like, a month. still for me, it's like I I I gotta feel like I'm getting of a, a good value for the money that I'm paying, that I'm actually gonna be able to show up enough for me to feel like it's worth it. Well, right. If you're Two. paying a hundred, if you're paying twenty five dollars a week, because you're only going one. I mean, if you think about it, yeah. You know, you're only going once a week. You're. I mean, that's an expensive lesson. Exactly. So, and then the other thing is too is like for me too is that if if I do go, I don't always get to be choosy about who I roll with, and the last thing I want is to get put with Spaz McGee. Well, that is doing something at hundred miles an hour, yeah. and I get hurt where I have a tendon tear or something happens. Because here's the thing: we've had that. Happen I to have firemen. But, here, but, firemen. but here's my thing. I've been on 18 years. I have been in a lot of fights. And yeah, I've been injured to a certain extent in the job that I've done up to this point. Right. But I've never needed a surgery and I've never needed, I've never had a you're, fucking break. And the thing I mean, is, you're 40, and that's dude. what I'm saying. Like, like, like do I want to go to a class where I'm likely, more likely, more, more than likely. to going to get yeah. something pulled or broken? And I'm just like, dude, I just don't feel like it's, it's, it's tough, worth dude. it. It's well, kind of a hard gamble. Because ask, the thing is, is like up to now, I've been able to handle myself just fine. And so is it needed? Not necessarily, but oh, it bro. is necessary. I is- will say, being being your, your best pal, you need it in your life. Well, no, here's the it thing. It would be good for you. But here's the thing. I'm saying that I don't, I don't like, need it for my job. And, and here's the reason. I, I agree It's because, you. like, I'm more, I, I've been fine, right? No, and, fine. and the thing is, is, like, I think probably the biggest, I would say the – if you, if you needed it, you'd be one of those guys that was always in trouble for excessive force because those guys – don't know how to fight so mm. they're you know punch people in the back of the head versus being able to control them you know right. what i'm saying like like those guys that are always in trouble for going too hard probably need it more than anybody else so they learn control and and, and i think for me it, it's kind of hard to incorporate some of what makes brazilian it, jiu-jitsu good into not, modern day policing because here's the thing one some of it's not post-approved. Some of it would probably be okay. But the thing is, a lot of it is surrounding on chokes and things that go against the windpipe, Definitely blah, blah, blah. Can't do. And you can't and you do can't any of that. You can't do any of that shit. You no. can probably get away with an arm bar. No, but, but just, you couldn't get away with people, any sort of choke. Just being able to control people on the ground. Like, yeah. like, that was the one thing that I wanted to impress upon you. And this is what happens with everybody, every new person that comes in. And, and it's funny. We've got this kid now that's – he came in and shook my hand, and I was like, fuck, this guy's going to be a problem. Kind of a bin. Mm-hmm. Ben type guy, taller than Ben, uh, a little bit skinnier, but like like obviously works with his hands, strong as fuck, probably two fifty, you know, pretty pretty thick kid, and uh, you know the first thing you do is you get on top of him because he has no sense of being able to stay off his back, and you crush him like literally. Uh, like guy just just won a big tournament, Nicholas Marigali. He smother tapped like three people in the tournament. There's no armbar. There's no choke. There's just me smothering you with my chest, and you do that, and you're like. Fuck, I am a helpless baby. And then, you know, six weeks later, no one will ever do that to you. You know what I'm saying? But like a, a non-trained person that's even athletic, you just fucking smother them. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. And I want you to feel a little bit of that. Somebody sitting on your chest and making you feel so miserable you want to quit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's and, and the guys you were with, I put you, you notice I was, hey, work out. You know, like I kept mm-hmm. pointing at guys because I mm-hmm. knew who would take care of you. But, but I think that's what everybody needs to learn because we all think we're good fighters. And and I'll I'll rise to the occasion, and then you get in a situation where it's a little bit harder than the normal fight, and it's like, fuck, this is hard, man. Like I'm tired, and how fast do you get tired in a fight? You know, you oh shit, we've got a four minute round. Fuck, dude. You you look up at the clock, and you got three and a half minutes left, and you feel like you're gonna die already. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that happens to me every day. So it's good, dude. It's good exercise. Shit, I'm almost to 300 hours. 
Damn, like that's 278 crazy. classes. I just got promoted. That's, Dude, my dick is like this big now. So I got my <laughs> I got my third stripe on my white belt. It's like 15 so inches my is what he described. Be the blue belt, which nice. is first colored belt. So maybe a year and a half to that. A year and a half from your three stripes? No, 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 no. Total. Total. Because oh. I'm at 15 months right now, oh. which is kind of crazy. I haven't missed a fucking day except for vacation. A 5 a.m. day in almost 16 months. That's kind of like I didn't think I was going to do that. I thought for certain, like, I'm going to stop getting up at 4 o'clock at some point. Yeah. Every <laughs> fucking day. I'm sitting in front of that place at 4.30 waiting for the doors to open, man. That's kick-ass. It's fucking great. And I'm almost the oldest guy there every fucking time. And, except you know, for some of the teachers. I think the I thought my schedule now was going to be helpful for... Yeah, would you get off at 11? No, well, here's Fuck the thing. That. The thing is, if I got off at 11, it would be fine. But the problem is, like, I have to work over all the, talk, uh, all <sighs> the fucking time. It makes it too hard. Yeah. Honestly, I might go back to a schedule that's day shift, but I go in at 9, That'd 9 to 5. That'd it'd be, be perfect. perfect. So the thing is, but here's what happens, is that I might promote before the end of this end of so this you year don't have a choice what so you go to. i'll just get put wherever yeah. and it might my schedule might be even worse well that's, at so. least it's month to month you know what yeah. i mean like you could train one month at a time and and like you know i know you're on a, a pretty big weight loss journey dude um but man i'm telling you i cannot fucking eat enough food oh to dude, ma- i'm hungry to maintain- all the time like but I'm not even I, I, I worked lost, out once a week for like the last three or four weeks. I don't even hardly work out anymore because I don't have any energy to work out. So total total I've lost like so I st- like with two ninety five. I got I lost forty five pounds. So I got down to like two fifty, nice. right? And I, I lost forty five pounds, but then like I've actually started to like I was talking about backsliding. Mm-hmm. So um I've I'm weighing in at 259 now, but the thing is, like, so I have a really Your body composition change though. Yeah, my body comp is different. So, like, I I paid a good amount of money for like a, a better scale that actually like me- like it's oh, one of those ones you go into. What like you go into the nutrition store and you hold the thing uh-huh. and it does uh-huh. all. This. So it's got the metal sensors that tell you your body fat percentage. Yeah, the bottom of your feet it, and your hands, in your hands and everything. So, um, what happened was even though it flexed like 10 pounds. Is that I still lost almost like four percent body fat yeah, awesome. while gaining about seven pounds of muscle mass. I'm I'm overweight comp- uh, based on a BMI chart. I'm yeah. literally considered overweight at two twenty at six four. Yeah, so Do I like I look overweight. Yeah, my chart. Yeah, no, <laughs> my my chart's like going like it's going this way now. It's like crisscrossing because now my body weight, my body fat's still going down, but now my muscle mass is going up. Yeah. And um, I do feel stronger, and I do feel like I'm doing, uh, you know, a bit better. Lifting is everything. Like, yeah. I, I miss lifting. I just literally don't have the energy to do it now. I'm so fucking tired all day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, me, I'm, I'm pushing myself pretty fucking hard, like, in the stuff that I've done. Um, I actually was, you know, like, because for a while, like, I was clipping my my weights on, and I realized one day when I was, like, pushing hard, and I I barely made it up on the bar that oh i need to unclip these in so case in case die, i don't clean off. it yeah. i can you know dump them yeah. so um get bench press, though, so honestly. yeah but no i but it's it's the help like i'm doing like incline bench and all the stuff and it's it's fucking really helping arms i have dumbbells but i'm saying the bench has been great benches it's funny i was just reading about bench too the other day and was talking about how like like your um your risk your risk of getting hurt on bench far outweighs the benefits of bench. It's not a good assessment of strength. It's it doesn't build great muscle. I mean, mm-hmm. even though they do it in the NFL combine and shit like that, like if you want to build a big chest, bench press isn't going to do it. Dumbbells are going to do it. Incline dumbbells are going to do it. You know, like push ups mm-hmm. are going to do it. It's, it's funny. Well, even push ups don't build a big chest, but 
That's just crazy. Yeah, I've been doing that and curls, and I've been doing like uh, like resistance training that focuses on my chest and stuff. Because like I don't just do that just for chest. Right. Like there's like four other things that I'm doing with chest, but like oh, it's yeah. focusing on like different areas you of my chest. Core stuff. So yeah, it's it's really it's really but you, uh, you got to do chest and arms because you don't have big chest and arms. I mean. Let's, let's be honest. It's for vanity. Like, you never need to do a curl in your whole life. Well, here's the thing. Like, you'll never do anything that requires curls. I don't like titties. I know. On me. I know. So I that's why it. you do it. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> so that's I'm, I'm prone to titties <laughs> myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. I, they I'm were like... They I'm were, glad, though, man. I'm, I'd rather see you doing that than fucking picking out at Billy's all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? I, mean, I, well, I wasn't I, really picking out as much as I was drinking Drinking a lot. out. Yeah, that's what I mean. But you also yeah. eat, like, shit when you're sitting down and drinking, too. Oh, you for know? sure. Everybody does. So, there's yeah. a lot of sugar in those fucking drinks too. Dude, just just having just having a little bit healthier lifestyle, like where, like for me, like dude, when I stopped working out for two months, even though I I continued to eat the way I was, yeah, and everything, I kept my weight. It's like your body remembers, like, hey, hey, hey we're good. No, but I, but I kept my yeah. weight. I thought I was gaining because I wasn't working out, and I realized that I actually stayed level. That's weird. So I actually stayed level. Because I was eating good, but doesn't it feel better when when that's well? It's your, nice to know that like day, well, it's so nice to know hammered. that like you know I, I I wasn't one of those people that like got on the weight loss journey right and then completely fell off of totally it totally fucked off got all my fucking weight back and yeah. I'm like oh no I'm back on it no yeah. I I quit working out but I still kept with everything else I was doing right and I kept my gains and, and now I'm still losing the diets everything dude yeah <laughs> like for me if I got my diet in it was check, a, it's a lifestyle change. It's I, not just a diet. Like you have I, no, to no, fucking I mean, change by, everything. No, no, I mean by diet. That's yeah. what I mean. No, but I, that's what yeah, I mean. I don't mean like, like going on a diet. Just like mm-hmm. it's your, it's your your life. You know, and it's funny because like I'll I'll be like, man, I eat like shit. I still eat better than ninety percent of the people I know. Mm-hmm. You know, but but now I'm kind of actually surrounded by people who are much more physically fit than me, uh, who eat good, who concentrate on that, who concentrate on doing good things for their body. You know, like my buddy JJ, he's like, okay, I have, I have fucking twenty more grams of protein I have to have before I go to sleep. Like this guy counts as macros and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of nice to, you know, they say you're an average of your friends, uh, you know, of your peer group. Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes you look around and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so it's it's nice when you're with people who, when you're the dumbest guy in the room or the, you know, the most out of shape guy in the room, like, it helps. It makes it easier to elevate yourself. You know, when you've got better people around you and, and people who are like really into fitness and stuff like that. So that's helped me a bunch, dude. Like not I don't want to feel like a piece of shit when I talk to him about what I ate. You know? Oh, yeah. Or also, I don't want to feel like shit because I drank too much on a Tuesday night and then go into class feeling like garbage and get my ass fucking handed to me by a 25 year old, you know. So uh, I don't know. It's all just little motivations. And like we have the check in at the gym and tells me how many times I've been there. How many hours I've been there? That shit, dude. I'll be like, fuck. I don't want to go today. I look and I'm like, I'm three hours away from 300. I have to, I have to go and I have to get that done. <laughs> like, like I have these little mental checklists that mean so much to me that actually mean nothing, but they're just motivators, dude. Oh yeah. Just, like when I see when I see my little graph that goes across and I see five days a week, I'm like, okay, that's good. Oh, I you know, six days a week, I'm like, there's times where like, yeah. uh, you know, I I, I, ate, I ate something that I'm like, oh, I, I might have overindulged. I'm like, I might be over my calorie count for today. I'm not going to deficit. Mike, I think I'm gonna have to do a two a day. Yeah. So I just I'll work out before just I go to bed. Fucking yeah! Like you're you like know? I I don't want to kill what I earned. Mm-hmm. And when you earn shit, dude, it's different. Like you when you earn it, it's worth more to you for sure. Hundred. I mean, we know that. But when like you earn that weight loss, it, yeah, it it means everything, man. So yeah, that's that's uh, cool, man. I'm glad you're getting after. It. I want you to come back to Jiu Jitsu for selfish reasons, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. Good. 
Yeah, so much fun. It's such a good group of folks, man. Oh, they're great. I love my like, people. I would go just for the front, just just for the just for donuts on Friday, man. That's <laughs> dude. We all are just like, hey, if for any reason I have to miss donuts on Friday, I'm gonna be at the top of a fucking clocked out shooting at people. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like that's the one thing that keeps me completely sane is being able to to have that that camaraderie. Like it it means everything. It's just like sitting around the fucking campfire at airsoft. Like there's no better camaraderie than with your boys. A little bit of sh- and it's always around. Have you ever noticed the most camaraderie you've ever had was hiking, kayaking, fucking camping, something that wasn't easy, mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu, airsoft, something where there's some shared suffering and you all appreciate the suffering of it. Yeah. Ah, it was super fucking hot today. It was super fucking cold today. Yeah. You know, frostbite, whatever it that is. That was rough. You really did that to me. Like, you know, that right. was really just, tough. Just okay. all of that. Yeah. It's always about something hard. It's never like, dude, you make the best macrame I've ever seen. <laughs> it's never about that, dude. It's never something easy. It's always something hard that makes you feel better. When you come through that that crucible at the end, like it man, it just it does something to your brain. Absolutely. Dude. And that's you know, like when we kayaked the other day, it was a little hard at the end. Like it I was. was fucking tired. My wife was dying. Like we were tired having to carry those kayaks and shit, but then we went and had a cheeseburger and all oh, was good, man. We're sitting there talking about it, having fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all but it, there has to be some sort of difficulty to it. You I, just I have think. to look forward to the, you know, end of the kayaking experience where you get a fish hook in your foot. Oh shit, yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, I got up we were coming out of kayaking and I'm like, ah oh, shit, I'm wearing like my water shoes. They're kinda open. But I'm like, dude, this shit's all wrapped around my feet. I was I look like a convict. Yeah, it was a bunch of fishing line. A bunch of fishing line. And I looked down, I went to pull it out, and I was like, why isn't it coming out? And I looked down on my heel that's all calloused up. Yeah. A fucking fish hook stuck through it. <laughs> like, did it go all the I way? Tried, did it go in and out, or did it you was, push it out? No, it was completely through. Like, it was, oh, it was hooked a through and through? In, it was, a, oh, it was okay. hooked in. And so, like, he's he's got his... Uh, Were like, you trying I, to pull it out against well, the no, barb? Well, no, what I was trying to do is I, I held on to the long part, uh-huh. and I was trying to push it through, Push it through to get it further like to, to get it to get it out oh, but it had that eyelet on but the it had side, right, it had it a fling the... on the part that went through so like it, it couldn't go backward right it right. had to go through right i'm glad it didn't hurt so um, it's not that i'm tough yeah it just I, didn't I, no hurt. i saw i saw that it was callous but i was like <laughs> um i can't do it. so i cut the string so that it didn't snag anything <laughs> right and you took your shoe off and then you know you cut part of that off so that we can pull it all the yeah, way through it was easy my, thank god fun. for the multi-tool yeah <laughs> Because uh, it, it was funny, I was watching like Alone, you know, and mm-hmm. this chick got a fish hook, her own fish hook stuck in her, but it didn't go through and through, it just was in, and she, you know, tried to back it out, and there's a bunch of, like, there's a technique to back a little it out, barbs, she yeah. couldn't get it through, and she just had to fucking push it, and, you know, have it break the skin, but it was a, this was a tiny little hook that I had, right? Yeah, it was a little It was one. just in the callus, but... Oh, man, I was like, God damn it, really? We got like, to seriously? the very fucking end of kayaking. Yeah. Loading like, the kayaks. And like <laughs> now, and then of course, first thing ever is, you're going to have to get a tetanus shot. You're going to have to get fuck. Fuck your tetanus shot. Yeah. Get a tetanus shot. There's yeah, no I'm blood gonna, flow there. Just going to pour beer on it. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, but dude, but it makes for a great story, and it's part of that shared suffering. Like, if it was easy, if 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 somebody was there loading my kayak at the end, like my butler, mm-hmm. I've had a team of people load. That wouldn't be as much fun as, like, being exhausted and having to pick that kayak up and throw it in the back of your truck. Like, there's something about physical misery that brings camaraderie. Only like two days, what I'm going to start doing is... um. Uh, so like Tuesday and Thursday, I think I'm gonna wake up in the morning and take my kid to school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking, uh, load my kayak up and I'm gonna go paddle like me. I'm gonna Ooh. do like a couple miles Okay. and then like, you know, take a nap before I go I to go work. To work. Mm-hmm. And then when I come home from work, now I'm going to do my workout before I go to bed. Nice. 
And that's the fun thing is like uh, learning that recovery can be active or, mm-hmm. you know, your workout can be, it doesn't have to be lifting. Cause I'm kind of a, when I get to working out, sometimes I'll do it backwards. Like, cause I'll be thinking about what I have to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, I'm like, okay, I don't really want to do that. So I'm gonna do that first. Yeah. So I get out of the way. True. Cause I like to do all the other that's shit. That's how I do my work. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, when you're kayaking, what do you think about? Have you ever thought about what dude. you think about? You're not thinking about anything. I'm thinking about nothing, dude. What's in front of you? Yeah. Right? And, and it's the same thing with jujitsu. Uh, for me, it's like you're rolling and, I mean, even for me, I'm maybe thinking about what technique I may want to try or what's available in the moment, but I don't have an agenda and I'm sure as fuck not thinking about work or bills or like it is the mind of no mind, dude. Like you have nothing other than what's in front of you and I think men need that. I think oh. men need to get out of their heads a little bit. Not just, having that care in the world and just, just thinking about like the ripples in the water and how I'm going to navigate them is just living like in the, the definition mo- of beast, it's, dude. It's like the definition of living in the moment, mm-hmm. right? And I, I was, you know, people say dogs live in the moment, and I, I would agree with that. And I think like that's not a bad thing. Like just okay, I've got an ultimate arc for this story. How I get there is fucking unknown at this point. Like I'm just going to show up and do some shit that sounds like fun. And man, that's like, I, I, I guess that's my reason for being happy, dude. Mm-hmm. Like just doing shit, just doing what's in front of me. Let's, hey, fuck, let's go. Let's go do this, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of doing what makes you happy and uh, fucking being like, let's go. Uh, pretty soon we're going to have to register for SHOT Show and I'm really hoping they invite us to the industry day at the range. Well, my that pre-invitation that I had said that I uh-huh. am invited. And I think you we check I think, yours to make sure you I'll, have that. and I'll and I'll check it because I think it's not a registration link, but it said I was invited. It's all good news. You're invited to right. Range Day, right? So, so you I, have the same one. Yeah. So we will probably have the same one, and I'll I'll figure out how to register us appropriately. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so yeah. that that would be cool because uh I think there's a certain way to do it, but I have I built some rapport with uh, <laughs> some of the people. Report, yeah, rapport. <laughs> uh, I've built some rapport with uh, some of the people at yeah. uh, SHOT Show from the last year, getting all kinds of stuff fixed. But it right. uh, uh, should be pretty easy to fix. Yeah, what well, you're um, really good at doing, I just show up. Yeah. So but we'll I do, do that. Just I know Tommy's right like, so I saw that things posted, and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, because also like Armando's like, I've been one of your friends for a long time. Do well, I get to go? How people can we get in? I, uh, honestly. If we could get four of us in that would be the dream team uh so well the thing is i know we can do four because that's kind of normal felipe i i'm just kind of like i don't know if we can do five uh, well because you can only do four for the range day Mm. you can maybe get more in but you can only get four for the range day so i'm like fuck dude like depends on how we're we're registered and mm -hmm. after that we dual qualify yeah, I mean, you know what I'm talking about? yeah, I, I know. And I'm just you like, I'm, I'm like, who can we register Small as a buyer, but a buyer of what? You know, I'm not sure. So I'm just trying to figure it all out because I'm thinking like, OK, hey. I'm like, do we invite Armando this year and Tommy next year? Because Tommy will be turning 40 next year. Hey, here's here's my new brand. Broken Beyond Are those Repair, your shorts? B- I made these. Dude. Oh, cool. Broken Beyond Repair BBJ, uh, BJJ Apparel. That was just BJ Apparel. BJ Apparel. <laughs> apparel. Built in knee pads no, no, on the boxers. Okay, huh? yeah, huh? BJ Apparel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, that's something to think about, too. We could possibly be a manufacturer at some point. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I got my own T-shirts and shit. Well, I mean, they have people that are just manufacturers there at the show. Well, I mean, we but could potentially use the business for buyer, but uh, it, it's not a different. Day. Yeah, not for that. Yeah, because it has to be media. Media right. for range day. Well, I mean, we'll figure it out. Armando's on the list, right? I mean, he's he's been on the list for years. 
yeah. to go there. Felipe's gone more years than I have, so I would love to. Say, I, I want to take everybody. I want to take ever, but it's fucking hard enough for us to get in. Mm-hmm. And we are legitimate media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get out of here, dude. So take my dogs for a W. Um, wiping your butt on the floor, Mo. Did you hear that Gorilla Soft Radio is going to have a new show? Who? Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw something about that. I remember seeing something about that about a year ago, too. Good yeah. for them, dude. I, I hope Jerry does something awesome. It looks like he's doing it out of his house, so I'm yeah. sure he's doing it by himself. Yeah, I was curious to know who, uh, like, I'm, if there I'm was going to be, like, a new cast, like, a new SNL cast, you know? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I hope he does. You know, the, the funnest times we've ever had in our life was doing that podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, w- I wish Jerry well. Um, I hope it I hope it helps his mental health. Um, you know, and, and I hate to see a legacy die just because the stars of the show left yeah uh, i mean beast is the star of the show right what if you magnanimous he? i mean whatever uh, I, I don't know that i mean the thing is, is he's like never uh, kept the show alive but right it says the longest running airsoft podcast i'm like it hasn't been on the air in over a year right more than that <laughs> it's been a minute yeah we had, we stopped recording uh september it was after it was after ams like yeah. that was the last show we did was i'm pretty AMS. sure yeah so yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll I see. I mean, I know, I know, I know the guys will still listen. We'll you know, they want to see what's up. You know, I mean, yeah, well, we don't hold, we don't, we don't harvest any animosity toward them. It's just like you know, it is what it is. I mean, animosity. Like I think there's maybe some like resentment, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like it's it's not our show. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm interested. I'll I'll, interested. I'll probably listen. Yeah. Check it out. We'll see. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, that was, uh, what was it, 25? Episode 25. 25. We started with 24. Yeah. Early in the eve. 25, man. Yeah, cool. I mean, that's uh, 25 episodes over the course of like uh, six months is like uh, like two years Gorilla Airsoft, right? That's, Three years? That's uh, like like dog years for yeah. um, Gorilla. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, thanks all for listening. Uh, we'll be back soon. So, appreciate Peace. you. Laters. I'm coming in.